Hello, and welcome to Stern Chats. I'm Daniel Yellen. I'm Ariana Dial. I'm Jenny Evanson. And I'm Allison Bradley. And today on the show, we're doing something different. I am here with the AVPs of marketing for the club, and we're going to give you all a behind-the-scenes look of how the Stern Chats marketing initiatives come together and talk a little bit about what we hope the future of the club is going to look like, because these are the future leaders of Stern Chats. So how does it feel, or how are you guys feeling about being behind the mic? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> In- internally panicking, just just a little bit. Good thing yeah. you can't see how much I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh too much, but it's going to be a great experience for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be great. And I think it'll give everybody just a little bit of a better idea uh, what it's like to be a part of this very unique club within the Stern experience. So I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So let's go. From New York University Stern campus, this is Stern Chats, the podcast that tells the hidden stories between the lines of someone's resume. In the interest of serving the Stern community, building relationships, and unlocking important life lessons, we present these stories to a wider audience. I'd love for each of you to start off introducing yourselves. So just let's start off with name and what you did right before you came to Stern. Ariana, let's start with you. Yeah, sure. So I'm Ariana Dial, and before Stern, I worked at um, a mortgage lender, which is in financial services. I'm actually still working there on a part-time basis right now, but um, that's what I did for the majority of my time prior to Stern. I'm Jenny Evanson. I worked in real estate before I got here to Stern. I was in marketing. I'm Allison Bradley. Uh, I currently still work at NYU in the marketing communications office. I've been there for about two years now. Um, So I started the part-time program in the fall. And NYU has a pretty sweet deal for their employees to do the part-time program, don't they? They do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the the tuition remission benefits are a huge plus of working there. Uh, So I can't say that didn't sway my decision a bit, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have that. And did that help you decide that you wanted to get an MBA, Allison, or was there something else? Um, you know, when I was first applying for the job, it occurred to me, because like, I, I knew there was that opportunity. I think you can get two master's degrees and a PhD. So from the very beginning, I, I kind of had some idea that I would do some sort of graduate program. Um, and then when I actually, when it came time to applying, I was thinking about, what could be the most useful thing uh, in the future? So that's kind of where I landed on the MBA. And I knew like a couple of people who had done it before and they all had really great experiences. Um, so yeah, that, that all kind of played a role in my decision. Ariana, how about you? How did you decide that an MBA was what you wanted to do next? Yeah, so I actually have another graduate degree. I got a master's degree in commerce um, at my other um, university institution. So I made the decision to 
get an MBA from CERN because I really wanted to hone that skill set as well as get the opportunity to get exposure to different industries. And something that's unique to CERN is that you there are so many opportunities to specialize in like entertainment as well as real estate. And that's really why I was really drawn to CERN and drawn to getting my MBA. Nice. How about you, Jenny? This is the the non-polished answer. But I I always knew I wanted to get an MBA probably within a couple of years of graduating undergrad because I'm a curious person and I knew I'd always want to come back to school and learn some more. Of course, I had to think of more reasons why once it came to applying and creating those those application essays and you have to have you can't just go in and be like, oh, I like learning and I just want to be a student forever. So I I eventually pinpointed what exactly I wanted out of life with my MBA, but I initially was drawn to it because I studied business in undergrad and I wanted to go back into a structured learning environment. That was the unpolished version. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's not like the, the admissions friendly application version of like, I knew I always wanted to pivot into X, Y, and Z into this role. And this is how I'll get there. And this is how my past experience is relevant to that. It's just like, no, I just want to sit in the classroom and listen to people talk about stuff. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, like last weekend I was in the library and I was just studying for a midterm. And I just had this moment where I was like, I'm so happy to be studying <laughs> yeah. something in a library again. I never thought after college that that would be a thing that I would be happy about, but I just felt so, so good about it. Yeah. And so why Stern then, Jenny? I, I grew up in Maryland primarily. I say this because I was an army brat, so we moved around beforehand, but I spent the most time in Maryland. I went to college there. I worked there after school. And even though we were close to DC, I never felt like I was in a big city. And I remember a few, a few years back, I would take trips to New York City with friends. And at first I was super intimidated. And then I would, with each trip, I'd be more and more enticed by New York City and its energy and, and all the activity going around in the city. So I was drawn to New York City. That was one thing because NYU is in the heart of, of downtown New York City. But beyond that, I remember listening to Stern Chats. I, I had a multi-school admissions event. I listened to a Stern Chats episode and I listened to how they were talking about finding your passions and following your dreams. And, and that really resonated with me. And, and at the admissions event, I spoke to the admissions person who was on the, on the podcast Easter Gologli, and everything that he was talking about really, really resonated. It was, he talked about, not just about pitching NYU, but also like what you should do with life. And, and I really liked the soft skills or like the personable approach to, to the school. And then I learned more about NYU and how it values IQ plus EQ. And that was a huge draw because I wasn't looking for a cutthroat competitive environment. I wanted to be somewhere where people had people skills and were um, 
and were intelligent and and could contribute to very interesting discussions and had diverse backgrounds. And so I, I chose Stern. ESER was a major factor behind the EQ plus IQ branding ah. that Stern is so well known for. And yeah, he's just a really, really smart branding person <laughs> and a great asset in the admissions department. I think he's he's at the uh, he's at the part-time admissions department now and is a great friend of Stern Chats. So it's always great to have an Easter Gologly reference. A little shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I think a lot of people who get involved in Stern Chats had some exposure to it before they came to Stern. Ariana or Allison, was that true for you as well? Uh, I don't know if this is a good thing to say, but to be honest, I did not know about it before coming to Stern. I know, so bad. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. As soon as I found out that it was a thing, um, I remember I listened to a couple episodes because I was like, that's so cool. Like a student-run show, just talking to, you know, like other students, alumni, the whole nine yards, even the faculty. Um, and yeah, I just, I thought it was a great way because even, you know, like I, I work in marketing for the school anyway, and it's always like, how do we express the cool and amazing things that the students are doing? And how do we really share that in a way that, that people can really relate to and, because, you know, you can see a social media ad and you can see a brochure, but to actually hear someone tell their story and hear the, like, the firsthand version of it, I think that's really special. And so it, it didn't necessarily make me uh, go to the school, but I'm so glad that I joined the club once I got here. Yeah, and to kind of tag on with what Allison said, I honestly didn't know about CERN chats either going into things, so don't feel too bad, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the reason why I really wanted to join is because I knew going into my first um, semester, I was going to be doing um, my MBA virtually. So I wanted the opportunity to really get a chance to learn about the Stern community as much as I could, being that I was going to be, you know, at a very far away from it. So, um, and just being a part of a podcast and interacting with um, my fellow marketing teammates and other people in the Stern Chats board has been really a great experience just to get to know people um, in the Stern community as well as um, it's also just been a great opportunity just to learn about Stern, Stern overall. Like I really have enjoyed listening to the podcasts that have been um, presented over the past semester and it's been very enlightening and helpful knowing that I am very far away from the school as of now. So. And so, J Jenny, you knew about the podcast before. What made you want to get involved? I am such a podcast nerd, and this felt like the the sensible way to learn more about what goes into podcasts. I subscribed to to so many, and and I really wanted to look behind the scenes and and learn more about like how podcasts are produced and how as a marketer we could support the spread of the show which you know obviously i bought into even pre-stern so I, I wanted to help share the show with more existing and prospective students wait jenny can we talk about that don't you have a spreadsheet or a list of <laughs> 
I guess I will reveal just how bad of a podcast nerd I am over over winter break instead of recruiting. Don't I hope the admissions or not the admissions. I hope the uh, OCD isn't isn't listening to this. But instead of you know applying to internships, I decided that I was frustrated with how many podcasts I had subscribed to and how few I had actually listened to. I have a tendency to go and binge subscribe to podcasts. If I'm interested in a particular topic, I'll search for those keywords and subscribe to, you know, five at a time. But then in these quick moments where I'm like, oh, I want to turn something on and listen to something while I'm cleaning or commuting or what whatnot, I go back to what I already know. And so in order to combat this, I created a spreadsheet listing all the podcasts I listen to who they're produced by, if I had tried it yet, if I had tried one episode or if I had tried three episodes, what date I tried one episode or three episodes. I put like a note section. If if it was recommended to me by someone else and I entered, I like manually entered in all of the podcasts I listened to and I ended up with like 384 podcasts. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god! So <laughs> like that should just be a Spotify ad right there. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet if you need it, Spotify. So, so wait, I'm so interested. Are are you now like making your way through this list? Like, what's what's the goal now that you have the spreadsheet? So the goal I set for myself after realizing I had hundreds, I probably listened to a hundred podcasts. I've tried in at least one episode of a hundred podcasts. And I have maybe 20 or so that I listen to regularly. Uh, but my goal for myself is to listen to 95% of the podcasts I'm subscribed to at least once by the end of 2021. Wow. So what does that work out to? I know. How many podcasts a day is that? <laughs> I think it's like three or four a week when I calculated it. Or three or four a month. Oh, I should clearly I'm I'm staying really on track on this on this podcast. But it has pushed me to listen to new things instead of go back to to what I usually listen to. I don't know if I'm on track though, but I'll I'll check in after this call. So what do other people's podcast diets look like? Because like, to get involved in a podcast, I mean when we think about the clubs at Stern, a lot of people are involved in Management Consulting Association, Graduate Finance Association, things focused on jobs. And it takes a certain kind of person to want to get involved in something that's, for the most part, not really job focused. So like, what is the podcast diet that like, got you to be like, I want to do this as part of my spare time? I used to listen to podcasts a lot on the train when I was commuting. Um, I would listen to a lot of like New York Times, The Daily, or Up First with NPR, different things like that. I used to really love listening to, um, oh, How I Built This. I used to love that one. Um, and it kind of, I guess it kind of has like a similar vibe here where, you, where they talk to, to people in business about how they got started and, and their whole background um, and that sort of thing. Or I would even listen to a couple of fitness podcasts. There was one in particular where the first 45 minutes is just these three guys just like shooting the breeze it's just like I don't know I don't really know what how I found that one um but yeah I don't know something about podcasts 
it's just like some it's a lower stakes version of like a tv show or a talk show I think it's so much like it's a lower barrier of entry um to get started with a podcast and I don't know just even starting in like in college I was a communications major I was doing all these different like media classes and, and projects where we had to deal with um, putting together audio files and video files and and I kind of lost that after school like I, I didn't really get a chance to do that much um, so when the opportunity presented itself to get involved in some sort of side project uh, like this one I just thought it would be a really great opportunity to do something a little bit creative um, it is I mean it's not totally like it is a little bit job focused for me uh just being that you know like I do work in marketing and we're the marketing team and you know like I do marketing for the school all the time so it's it's all kind of related for me I honestly think podcasts are a great opportunity to learn so like before Stern and before I got into recruiting and everything I actually listened to quite a few language podcasts to see if I could try to learn Spanish. Um, it did help a little bit. I'm obviously not fluent, but um, I was actually listening to it a lot when I had like a break from work or just had some downtime. And um, now I'm mostly focused when I have time on things like NPR, just to kind of keep up to date with business since I'm now immersed in the business world at this point, um, being an MBA student and all. Um, but the reason why I decided to participate in something like more on the creative side that kind of ventures off from what I've been doing for recruiting is basically because I always kind of been a creative person. I was super excited to kind of learn kind of what goes into making a podcast. I sort of somewhat similar to Allison. I majored in like architecture. I studied architecture and urban planning and in undergrad. And it was really exciting to me to get the opportunity to get a chance to kind of leverage that design skill set in, you know, the marketing campaigns that we've done over the past semester. So that was a really great opportunity for me, especially since I don't know if I'll be able to do that um, really anytime soon in my career, at least at this point. So, yeah. That actually feels like a really nice segue. So I was hoping you three could tell us a little bit about what you've been working on at Stern Chats for this past year. Yeah, so a lot of the things we've been working on is trying to rebrand Stern Chats. Um, that's something that's been really important to us. Um, like in particular, we are currently working on redesigning the Stern Chats logo, which we are all very excited about. And um, honestly, something I do like about the whole um, iteration process that we've gone through so far is that we've really tried to make sure that the entire Stern board has been involved. Like, for example, we had a, uh, I guess it was about two hours long, a two hour long um, logo design workshop where we had some board members like you, Daniel, who participated and just expressed their ideas and what they thought, um, you know, would be a great design option for a Stern Chats logo. And I'm really excited to share it with everyone. I'm sure everyone else on the marketing team is as well when we get to our final design. So I think the rebrand is exciting. I also think that it's very cool that we have this opportunity to shape this club, how we, how we 
see fit, we can shape it for the future. And so the whole marketing team, aside from rebranding and, and producing this fresh image, we're also trying to identify processes to put into place to make our, our show streamlined and less frictionless. So it's easier for everybody to work together and, and put out these, these great shows as a team. Um, I'll add to that, that I think we've been talking about a lot of goals, like kind of like what Jenny's saying, goals for the future, um, just in terms of how we track listenership and how we track engagement with the with the episodes, with social, um, and just trying to think of different ways that we can sort of bump that up and get, get more followers and, and reach more listeners. Um, so I think we have a lot of good ideas going forward. And it'll be interesting to see how we actually pull through with those and, and how well they work. Because um, we have a lot of really good content and we want to make sure that, you know, that that content gets listened to. Um, so I think there, there's a lot of stuff we can do that we will. We are going to. <laughs> Coming from the production side of the team, it's been so great to see the Instagram come back to life and the LinkedIn page come back to life and just to watch people get excited about the things that we're putting out there. And it feels so good to have that other side of the house that's working just as hard on making sure that the show was listened to by people who will find it interesting. Um, so just here's my, my kudos to you all for doing great work so far. Um, it's been awesome for me too. Yeah. And so what what would you say has been the most significant challenge that you've faced when it comes to marketing Stern Chats and getting more people to listen to the show? One thing that I think has been somewhat of a challenge is just the fact that, you know, like we, we want to post on, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and we have been, but because we're all in separate places and we're all doing this virtually, like we don't have as many photos or, or videos of things happening. Like we, we just don't have as many, um, I don't know, assets as maybe we would have if we were in person and we could take cool pictures of when things are being recorded or pictures with guests and that sort of thing. We're kind of limited to the, the screenshots of the, the squad cast, which, you know, it's still fine because everybody is sort of in the same boat with that thing. Um, and that's one of our, that's part of the, the list of goals that we have going forward. Like, like with you, Daniel, we're, we're trying to put together some videos of the hosts and of different people on the board, just so um, listeners and other interested people can sort of get a feel for everyone involved in Stern Chats. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping in the future, once we're all back on campus, that we'll, we'll have more, more to post. And to kind of echo that, um, I'm really looking forward for the opportunity to get more of the club members involved in our marketing campaigns. I think just being virtual, we haven't been able to do that. So hopefully we'll get a chance to maybe allow them to maybe share their favorite podcasts or just kind of get them involved in our newsletter or our Instagram post just to make everything more active. And um, hopefully as everything moves to more to a more in-person environment we'll get a chance to do that so 
I'd agree with that. It would be nice to figure out how to create some type of feedback loop. So we're not just pushing out content, but we're engaging with different members of our community, whether it's the faculty, the, the professors, current student body, alumni, prospects, members of the club, like Ariana mentioned. And so we're tailoring our content to be the most interesting to the people who are in our audience and not just having this one way push, even though I know that's the, that's the world of podcasting to some extent, but I do think we have the opportunity to engage with people more and, and, and see how we can, how we can navigate the future and, and, and form our show to, to be even better in the future. I couldn't agree more. I think this show exists to represent the Stern community and to show the different aspects of that community. And it's so much easier when you're in person and you can walk by someone in the hall and they can provide feedback for you on last week's episode or suggest a guest who they really want to hear on or a student who they heard they had a really cool story and they want them to be a part of the show. And, you know, everyone had to learn to adapt this year, right. To move into that virtual environment, but it's, it's such an exciting future that this club can have when you guys take this over and everyone's hopefully back in person in the fall, just to say like, how do we make this a two-way street? How do we make it so that this is a show that's creating things that people want to listen to that's informed by the community so we know what they want to listen to? Um, and, and also, Ariana, I want to go back to something you said, which is showcasing the different members of this club because I think it's really easy to listen to a podcast and think, okay, there's the six hosts and there's the people editing it. But this club has a full marketing team, it has a full operations team, um, it has the president overseeing it all, Jenny, that will be you next year. Woo-hoo. And, <laughs> and then it has, you know, just all of the supporters from the administration uh, that are helping us behind the scenes. So there's, there's a big team that goes into this and having had hit our hundred episode milestone last week, over the course of the last four years, there have been truly dozens of people who have worked on this show. And, mm-hmm. I would love to showcase showcase more of it. That's kind of the purpose of this right here is to hopefully open up the eyes of the folks who might want to get involved in this show to know that, you know, there's lots of different ways you can get involved in Stern Chats. You don't have to be behind the microphone. I love that idea. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, I think it, um, especially with something like podcasts, when you have sort of a connection to even the host or just whoever's producing it, I always find that what I'm listening is so much more fun when you feel like you're friends with those people. And so I was wondering, do you have any favorite memory being part of Stern Chats so far? I really particularly enjoyed the logo um, workshop that we had. I I just always have been a big fan of graphic design, and that was just really exciting to me to see how everyone imagined what they thought basically should represent Stern Chats. And I think everyone came up with really great ideas and it was really an opportunity for us to not only create something together, but get to know each other um, at a greater level, just because, you know, we aren't able to always communicate as, as sort of what you said, Daniel, easily, just because we are virtually, we have to schedule meetings and we can't just say hi and talk to each other on, on through the hall or anything. So, um, yeah, so I just think that was a really fun experience, and um, that definitely was probably a highlight of 
this semester and the entire year. I would agree. It felt like we we all sat down and we had a heart to heart. Like that's what that <laughs> meeting was. And and we had this nice open conversation about why we joined Stern, Stern Chats and and what it meant to us, what we wanted the brand to be, what we saw for it in the future. And and we had this great cross-functional group to, to give you know, to use their background to give insight into how we should guide the brand in the future. What I thought was really cool in that meeting is part of it was to kind of describe Stern Chats in a few words and describe what the club meant to you. And it was really interesting to see how it had different meanings for different people. And then to take all those ideas and to try to collectively put them into a single design that would represent all the people that are part of this club and also move the club forward visually and with a brand that feels more representative of the type of content that we create. Um, I thought that was a really cool meeting. It was definitely better than any club board meeting that I've sat in or helped run. That's what we like to hear. That's good. <laughs> As you all prepare to be the leaders of this club next year, how do you see the club functioning as part of the Stern ecosystem? And what's your vision for where you want to take this club? Aside from processes, because again, we're a newer club and I think that we can become an even better and more oiled machine. I don't know how to how to say that exactly, but we can, we can run smoother, right? We can make this entire process more seamless so it's easier for everybody to keep producing more and more episodes. So, Figuring out what our processes should be and documenting them, because I know this is super exciting and sexy documentation, but, <laughs> but we can we can make this more scalable. So processes is one of them. But going back to what I had mentioned earlier about trying to create some type of feedback loop would be my other goal. I would love to figure out how we can keep this super collaborative and that's within the functions of the club that's between the board members and the general club members of stern chats that's between the board members and administrators faculty admissions and and we get this continuous continuous stream of suggestions and content ideas and and that it'll it'll just plan itself. Our content will plan itself, and and we'll know, you know, what the next several months of content will be because we'll have people knocking at our door saying, "You should talk about this on Stern Chats." I think there are a lot of great, great possible discussions to be had. Marston, the the current president, had mentioned that he was interested in creating shorter content, and I think that's a great direction to take it. I think we have people who we want to have longer conversations with. 45 minutes, an hour, what what have you. But there are also tons of short, snackable content and stories that we could share if, you know, a student, for instance, has a really interesting background but isn't comfortable or doesn't think they have enough content to fill an entire hour. I still want to hear from those people, the, the students and the professors, even though they may not have 
this long story that they could share. So I think by creating shorter episodes mixed in with our longer episodes, that could be a really interesting approach and make it easier to, to make Stern Chats part of your regular habits, even when you're not on a super long drive. Like if you have 20 minutes to, to make dinner, oh, that's the perfect length for our Stern Chats episode from last week. And, and it'll make, I think, our, our episodes less intimidating and more accessible to, to our audience. And Allison, I think that's also the type of content that from Stern's marketing perspective, they could do more with which is a relationship that we definitely want to leverage as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, like, I agree completely with Jenny. Like, I think, um, especially talking to current students, in my opinion, like, I, I know when I was first listening, that's something I was super curious about. Like, for people who are currently in the program, like, what do you do all the time? <laughs> like, how, like, what kind of classes do you do? Who do you talk to? What's your, what are your goals, your dreams, your ambitions? Um, I think that is something that both like prospective students and other like new students, I think that stuff um, is, is really useful and really relatable. I like, I, of course, you love hearing from faculty and alumni who have had these illustrious careers and amazing projects and, and have been super successful. Um, but you know, sometimes that can, it can be hard to see yourself in those people. And it's like, how do, how do I get there from where I am today? How many steps, what, what, what's the yellow brick road that's going to get me there? So I think sometimes taking just a couple steps back and talking to the people whose, whose shoes you are actually in, or, or you will be in a year. Um, I think that's, that's, the kind of content that I really want to see. So is there anything else that you all want to talk about? Join the team. Join Stern Chats. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please join Stern Chats. We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, or, tell, or send us feedback. Yes, yeah, yeah, send us feedback. Uh, tell your friends about us. Tell everyone you work with about us. Tell your mom, <laughs> tell your dad. Tell, <laughs> tell your brother, your sister, everyone you know. Ariana, Jenny, Allison, this has been so much fun and so different than what we usually <laughs> yes. do. But I think it's really important for people to see all of the other work that goes on behind the scenes on this show. And I'd be remiss if I was talking to the marketing team and I didn't say, follow us on social <laughs> yes. at Stern Chats. Um, follow us on LinkedIn. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter's not that active, but follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Why not? We'll work um, on that next year. <laughs> and, then, and then listen, right? right? Yes. Give us feedback, subscribe on Apple or on Spotify. And, you know, we want feedback, right? I mean, we build this show for the members of the Stern community. So yeah, give us more information. Tell us what you want to hear. We would love to have that.